Blog Talk Radio. This is the Naked Talk with Alex Okoji. It's all about straight talk with some of the biggest global icons, leaders, entertainers, motivational speakers, authors, life coaches, relationship experts, social advocates, and extraordinary friends as they treat themselves, their experiences, and share their unfiltered thoughts about life issues. I believe in stripping the lies and empowering the mind through the freedom of expression. I'm unapologetic about being open, so I motivate my guests to tell it like it is and help my listeners build a presence of mind while finding their voice. So it's all about the best in authentic conversations with real people about real life experiences. So let's keep it unfiltered, unscripted, uncensored, and uncut. You're welcome to today's episode. And yes, my name is Alex Okoji, and I am broadcasting live out of Lagos, Nigeria, in the heart of Africa. Yay! So what's going on, people? Okay, um, first of all, um, welcome back to, you know, to a new week. Um, how's your week been so far? Uh, first of all, um, the Naked Talk is the hub for real authentic conversations like never before. And, yes, we keep it real here. Uh, we're all about expression. And, yes, uh, like I will always say, expression is a sign of strength and not weakness. So you need not really apologize for who you, know, who you are and for what you're thinking and for what you do, right? And, of course, what is so amazing about this show is that it's not just an interview. 
So, yes, there are a bunch of questions, but it's not just an interview. It is a conversation. And, of course, with conversations come perspectives, views, opinions, thoughts, and, yes, lots and lots of expression. Now, um, first of all, I'm excited to come back here, even though um, it's been a really sad week for us, um, especially for the entertainment industry here in Nigeria. Um, we just lost um, an artist, a talent. Uh, he, was, he really was um, – a good friend of mine, but he was, uh, as an artist, he was a fantastic musician. And, you know, to think that he would die at such a young age. I mean, he was in, just in his late 30s and uh, really tragic. But I guess the show must go on. And, you know, it's really sad that, you know, Solomon uh, Nomalas is no longer here. And he was such a genuine person, very truthful, um, and, a, and a real intellectual, which is weird. I mean, yes, he's an artist, but he's a real intellectual. And it's really shock. I think, you know, for a lot of us, we're still shocked that, you know, someone that you saw a few months ago, you know, um, isn't here anymore. And I was really thinking about inviting him to be a guest on the show. So I'm just so, I'm really, really right now devastated that I can't, you know, invite him to come back. But hey, you know, I guess uh, that's life and we can't explain some of the things that happen, but uh, like I did say, uh, I did tweet that I, I'm sure wherever he is, the angels will be very excited with his art, so um, yes, but guys, you know, let me know, bore you with all of that um, sad talk. Um, last week on The Naked Talk, we had a pretty interesting conversation, I think, yes, we had uh, um, a very special guest on Friday Radio Specials, right, yes, and uh, I was able to chat with uh Dr. Josh Gressel, and we did talk about envy, right? So we talked about the upside of envy and how um, there can be something good about envy and how you can actually use envy, the emotion of uh, feeling envy, as um, a tool to basically motivate yourself and propel yourself for success. And so we, you know, he talked about his book. Uh, he was here and he had written a, an amazing book and we talked about the book and just his own personal experience with Envy and how he did have, you know, a terrible time um, just always feeling so bad, you know, when he found, when he's, you know, he comes across another author or someone who just wrote a book. So it was amazing to have him share his honest truth about that feeling and how we all, you know, somehow see that emotion as a very negative one, but how we can actually use it positively and empower ourselves to do better. So it was a really interesting conversation. Of course, if you missed that conversation live, don't forget that you can catch all our archived shows right here on the radio channel. Um, it's available 24-7, so you have no reason whatsoever. And, yes, we're syndicating all over your Internet radio. So you can find The Naked Talk. Uh, we're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. We're on TuneIn Radio. And, yes, right now we're also on Player FM and Podcast and Podcastpedia. So, yay, we're all over your Internet. So you have no reason whatsoever to miss any show. Now, uh, don't forget, if you also like to, you know, sponsor an episode, you can uh, – Send us an email at thenakedtalk at gmail.com, and, uh, of course, we'll get back to you. Or if you would like to be uh, a VIP patron, want to be one of our VIP stars, uh, well, you can go to my official website at www.alexacurgy.me, me as an Emmy, and uh, click on radio and check out what it takes to be a sponsor. And, of course, or, or patron, sorry, click on patron and find out what it takes to be a patron and all the amazing rewards we have for all our VIP patrons. Now, um, guys, it's been such an amazing um, 
week leading up to, to this, and I've been working so hard on a new baby, and I can't wait to share all of that with you. Uh, but, uh, well, before we get into today's conversation, I can't wait to speak with my very special guest who's joining me live all the way from Texas in the U.S., and I'm very excited. I don't know if you love country music, but I do love country music. I mean, I grew up, and I think for a lot of Nigerian homes, actually, um, we all grew up, you know, listening to um, oh, some of the best sounds you can think of, people like Shana and Twain, to, you know, oh, I, don't, I mean, who who really doesn't grow up listening to, um, you know, Dolly Parton, and I can't think of every Nigerian home who probably didn't have a country music album a country album in their home. So, yes, I'm very excited to talk to this uh, starlet who is uh, really, really talented, and I did listen to her stuff, and I think it's so, so amazing. And I'm very happy that she's joining me live all the way from the U.S., and, yes, my guest, my very special guest is here already, uh, and, you know, I can't wait to talk to her. But just before we get into today's conversation, uh, today's show is brought to you by our sponsors, uh, Zeno Online Store. Now, Zeno is all about uh, homemade, the best quality homemade products. And you can find the best in uh, from accessories, homemade, made in Nigeria accessories, to clothes, to furniture, to whatever it is. Just go to www.zeno.com.ng. Now, Zeno is uh, a Z with a double I. So it's Z double I N O. Dot com dot ng. And don't forget to shop till you drop. And yes, they're having some great Easter special, lovely discounts and some giveaways. So hey, don't forget to head on there and give someone an amazing gift. It doesn't matter where you are in the world. Make sure to shop and surprise, you know, surprise someone with a you know nice African, you know, batik and all our nice African, you know, skirts and all of that. So yes, uh, and of course the show is also brought to you by our friends at Evolution Magazine. Now, Hevolution is all about bringing to you the hair side of life. And, of course, giving your hair a voice. And you can find them at www.hevolutionmagazine.com. Yes, and let's not forget uh, our awesome friends at QTAB Entertainment and Events. Now, QTAB is all about your A-class quality international events. And you can find them at www.qtabevents.com. And, you know, just before we get into today's conversation, I have to give a little shout-out to our amazing friends uh, at the reporters, uh, reporters.org, yes, the Reporters, Inc. Uh, they've been doing an amazing, amazing job raising their voices for, um, you know, those who have been wrongly convicted. And they're putting together this documentary. So, yes, I need to give a shout-out to uh, Max Saxon-Mayer, who is the CEO of the Reporters, Inc., and, of course, uh, Osage Okorua, who is also the director of this amazing documentary, The Innocent Convicts. And they're telling the stories of some of these people who have been wrongly convicted and are paying uh, a time for a crime that they haven't committed and how this uh, – you know, how the experience is not only affecting them personally, but also their families and their community. And it's great to have people stand up and speak and be able to speak on behalf of those who don't have a voice. So kudos to you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. And if you guys want to find out more about uh, the upcoming documentary, The Innocent Convict, just head on to thereporters.org and find out a whole lot more about uh, this project. So yes, guys, uh, it's make a talk and of course today on the show I'm talking about you know from country girl to start it with my uh, very 
special guest. Now, the former radio Disney superstar and pageant queen grew up in the deep south of Texas in Halligan, uh, performing in public for the first time during a local Christmas pageant at the age of five. And beginning her songwriting career at the age of 13, after becoming the lead vocalist um, at her church with uh, her very powerful voice. And she's been, you know, opening and collaborating with so many amazing um, country country artists. And so I'm very, very excited to have with me here on the show, live all the way from Texas, Madeline Victoria. Hi, Madeline. Hi, how are you? Thank you so much for that great intro. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. First of all, uh, you're welcome to the Naked Talk with Alex Akurji, and I have been looking forward to talking to you. So it's you know really, really amazing that you're here right now. Thank you so much for praising the show. I hope you can see the red carpet. There's, there's sort of a red carpet laid out for you right here in Nigeria. So I hope you, know, oh, you can awesome. feel it, even if you can't see it. <laughs> yes. <Right>. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, now, here's the thing. I do have like a small tradition, right? Um, I love to sort of take my listeners on a journey so that they can just have a little feel of where my guests um, are coming from. So I would like to know what the weather is like where you are right now. Would you be able to share that with us for a little Yes, the weather. Um, it is um, right now. It's perfect. It's a really great day. It's, it has really good. Um, the humidity is not too bad here in South Texas. We have a lot of um, very humid air, but right now it's perfect. And um, I believe the degree is about 87, which to me here in South Texas is good. And the wind is blowing, and it's it's good uh-huh. spring weather. And I'm just um, I'm, I'm excited to you know I've been out and doing some things out, outdoors today and so uh, came in and, and to talk with you and so um, but uh, yeah it's beautiful beautiful day. Oh awesome and it's great to hear that you're having uh, such a great weather. I mean it's been pretty hot in Nigeria for quite a while but we started having uh, a little bit of rain so. Um, it's getting to the raining season here, so it's a bit cooler than you know than usual. So we're we're happy, and it's great to know that you're having a great weather where you are right now. Now I know that um, you know a lot of people probably have an idea of who they think Madeline is, right? And um, your fans might have an idea, your family, and you know just a lot of the people who've worked with you or listened to your songs, and have had the time to get to know you. Now, but for the sake of those um, who are coming across you for the first time or who have not had the pleasure um, of coming in contact with your work, um, how would you describe yourself? Who would you say Madeline Victoria really is? Awesome. Yes. Um, so, you know, I've been singing for a while now, and everybody's known me for being very, very outgoing and, and just always, you know, um, <laughs> meeting new friends and wanting to be with, with you know, uh, out in the mm-hmm. crowd and, and, and meeting everyone and on stage. I've been singing literally on a stage since he said like I was five years old so um it's just something that's natural to me as well people don't do you don't even you know it doesn't even phase you does it and you're not even nervous are you and, and maybe when I was little I used to get nervous but nope not anymore I mean if I if I if I'm not singing then I'm out dancing if I'm not out dancing then you know I'm writing or if I'm not writing then mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm outdoors and having a great time and having fun with uh, my family family means so much to me. I'm always um, hanging out with my family. My brother is actually my guitar player and also one of my great friends, uh-huh. and we always hang out, and um, him and his girlfriend and all our friends, and we love to go fishing, 
We love to do anything outdoors. Um, my family, we're, they're very, very talented as well. So I'm, I'm, I'm really close to them as far as, you know, music goes and, and their influence and, and with me and my music. So, yeah, that's, that's pretty much, you know, in a nutshell of, of who I am. And um, they, they say, you know, sometimes I could talk too much, but I think that's a good thing sometimes because, you know, I'd rather, I'd rather be doing – I'd rather talk too much than talk less, but um, let's see, let's see. And, yeah, I just I just love meeting people. I love to sing, obviously. I love to songwrite. I love to dance. I also love to act. I, I've been involved in a couple little things, not really big things yet, but I'm working on that. And, um, yeah, just ready to uh, get to know more and more people, and, and um, I'm excited for, for the road to come here in my career. Amazing. And you know what, Madeline, I can connect with you on a level. I like to talk a lot too, so and I would rather talk a, little, a whole lot more than less. So, I think we can we're connecting right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> okay, and um, here's the thing. I mean, you did say that. I mean, you have such a great time. You love doing what you're doing. You've been doing this since you were pretty much a little girl. Um, but can you take us back just a little, you know, just take us a little back to the beginning of your career. How did it really start for you? What was that moment when, what was the first time you picked up a microphone? You know, or what was the first thing you heard that totally made you decide that you wanted to be a singer? Yes, I definitely uh, will let, let you know. Um, so I was about five years old, like I said, and um, I learned the national anthem uh-huh. here and the U.S. national anthem at such a young age. And so I learned that and started playing uh-huh. that, started singing that everywhere. Um, my mom would help me with that. Also entered talent shows up until, up until uh, also singing in my church. So, you know, always involved, okay. always involved in music and, and singing up until I was about 15 years old when it really got, it really, you know, kind of took off for me and really, you know, at 15 you're, you're starting, you're getting into high school and you're starting to think, okay, you know, what, what you're going to do for the rest of your life. And, um, you know, exactly okay. what, what, yeah, what you're going to be set to do. So um, my parents, they took me to a talent search here in Texas where there was a, an agency from the Dallas area, which is North Texas, um, come down here to South Texas, okay. and they they um, discovered me sort of, I guess you could say, and so I joined their agency, and I went to uh, I went to New York to compete with them at this, um, this uh, uh, it's, it's like a big association for for like modeling and acting and singing. And so I uh-huh. competed in that competition in the acting and singing portion. And I was uh, selected by a couple other agencies. Um, you know, they recognized me and wanted me to join with them to get more jobs. And I also won the singing competition over there. I won um, third runner up for soap opera acting. And so I really saw that as like, okay, Hey, you know what? I could do this. So, you know, people actually like what I do and, I could do this for the rest of my life, but I came back to Dallas um, to stay with the agency a little bit longer, and I also joined, at the time, a group called Radio Disney Superstars, which um, was around the Mm -hmm. Dallas area where we would open up for different different bands and do different um, activities with uh, schools and whatnot, anything to involve music, and then that big concert that year that I was with Radio Disney was to open up for the Jonas Brothers, and this was when I was about 16 years old, and they were really really at the height of their career at this point and um, seeing and for the first mm-hmm. time ever being a part of a huge concert-like setting at the age of 16, I just thought right then and there, I knew that I was going to be doing that. this, you know, thinking I'm going to be doing this for the rest of my life and, and this is what I want to do and how, how am I how am I able to do this? What is What is possible? So I started, you know, doing my research. At the same time, I still was, of course, you know, applying for scholarship for college and, and um, whatnot and 
um, trying to get my see what I would do with my education as well. I, I, I had a full ride scholarship uh-huh. to the university here in South Texas. And so, you know, but, but for me, uh-huh. you know, and, you know, to be honest, you know, when you have a passion or when you know exactly what you want to do in life, uh-huh. I mean, you have to. You have to see that as a gift, first of all, because like a lot of us and you know a lot of people that are close to me really don't know what they want to do. But when you do want to do, when you do know what you want to do, you have to pursue it. And so, you know, it was a little bit tough in the beginning, you know, explaining explaining to my parents, um, <clears throat> excuse me, that you know, kind of like they knew that I was going to be doing this for the rest of my life, and they knew that that this was where my passion was. But it was kind of like a reality check with them like okay this is really going to happen <laughs> Madeline's not you know she's not going to college mm-hmm. she's going to be doing this in her career and her band and so you know I formed my band my senior year of high school getting ready and, and you know practicing and, and you know booking myself and up until this day I still book myself so you know it's just it's just been like a, a wild ride I actually have one of a song called wild ride ever since you know I started and it's still you know I'm always <laughs> always developing as a, as a as an artist and um, it's just been so amazing, all the opportunities that I've had. It's such a, to me, a, a smaller level of my career, even though, you know, I feel like I've been doing this a very long time. You're always waiting for that, that one day, mm-hmm. you know, where you get that big, big recognition and, you, you know, superstardom or whatever. But up until that day, it's a lot of hard work. So I'm still doing a, and a part of that. And, and um, I'm just excited, like I said earlier, for, for just more and more to come with, with my career. And, um, you know, I probably what you're doing. I, I think you're doing such an amazing job. And, you know, let's look at it this way. Um, you've been, and I've been following, so I know, I mean, you've been guesting on so many shows. And you've been performing in so many places. And guess what? You're live right now all the way in Africa. So that can totally count for something. It means you're doing such an yes. amazing job. Don't you think? Yeah, exactly. thank you. So, um <laughs> Right. So, um, and here's a new, if we look at it that way, you're obviously connected to a new audience and a new group of people who probably may not have known who Madeline, but they do know who she is right now. So um, I think that's an awesome thing. And and here's the thing with art. I don't think that we ever get to that point where um, you really stop working hard, right? Because there's always something to something new to achieve you know there's a new height to climb no matter what it is there's always going to be someone somewhere who probably doesn't know about your work and will have to discover no matter how big you are as a superstar so I think that the work just totally continues you know just keeps going so um I think it's amazing to find out that I mean you're you're very passionate about what you do and you're giving it your all and that's more than a lot of people can say for themselves so that's uh truly great now um I, you know, I was almost going to think of referring to you as South and Bell, but you don't really, you don't really sound. I was hoping that I was going to hear that, you know, South and Texan, um, uh, what's it called? Accent, right? But, oh, yeah. Um, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, but let, let, let's talk a little bit about um, songs. Now, I know that as a little child, right, and here's the thing, I grew up in a musical home. Uh, my father used to be um, a musician, so I pretty much know what it feels like being in, in that sort of circle. Um, and everyone thought I was going to end up being a singer. Uh, I, I was just being rebellious, really. And so I decided to totally <laughs> the line, and I started acting and doing, and doing movies and all that. But here's the thing. I know as a child growing up, you know, there, there are songs that I would hear and would continue to ring in my ear. Um, can you think of any songs, you know, as a little girl growing up, one of those songs that totally kept um, 
we're calling in your head or maybe in your mouth, right? You get the, you sort of stop singing. And that just sort of um, was your little training, right, to become this person that you are now um, as a singer. Can you think of any song? Yes, definitely can. And just really quickly, I want to comment on just people always say that. They say, you know, you're from Texas. You know, I guess I grew up on listening to the singers and listening to the movie stars. And the, also, I, at one point, I was like, hey, I could probably be an anchor woman. And then I would imitate, you know, the, the news on the on TV. Mm-hmm. And they never really had any accent. So that's probably why I, I don't mm-hmm. know. But anyway, anyway, the songs that, um, that I have um, really that stuck with me, like you said, as a child, that really I would sing and pick for the talent shows. And you'd be, I don't know if it's, this is surprising or not, but I, I love all kinds of mm-hmm. music. But see, country is my career, but I, and I grew up on it. And, you know, I consider myself a pretty country gal and, you know, being outdoors here in Texas and whatnot. But, I mean, I love also a lot of, a lot of other songs and, and growing up um, listening to different music. And um, when I was a little girl, there was a few that I can mention. Uh, one is a song by Billy Joel, For the Longest Time. Um, mm-hmm. I, uh-huh. I loved that one. I still do. Um, I would sing it all the time as a little girl. That was one of my favorites. And also a um, Tejano singer. I'm not sure if you remember the Texas uh, singer. I would sing um, Tejano music, Selena. Um, a lot of her okay. songs, and yes, especially her song, Como La Flor, Como La Flor, um, her song. That was mm-hmm. a, a song I would always be singing and performing here at my house and different places. Also, in getting into the, the countryside of music, um, there was Blue by Leanne Rhymes. I would I love that song mm-hmm. and I, I kind of cover it every now and then and um, also there was another one oh and I I loved also the vocals of I would listen to and, and just want to sing just like them like Christina Aguilera and also Alicia Keys and so those two singers wow. to me their vocals and I would listen to them so I would I sang Fallen um, when I was a little girl I think I was in fifth grade when I first would um, sing that song and also um, I Turn to You by Christina Aguilera I I'm those are the mm-hmm. five songs that I mentioned that really kind of show my array of, of music and where I'm influenced. And it's from, you know, from oldies to even the Southern rock to, the, mm-hmm. you know, Spanish music, country, blues, R&B, mm-hmm. anything like that, all kinds. So um, I feel like that has really helped me and, and really diversified my, my, my vocal range and also, you know, my music. Um, yeah, those are just, just songs that, that will always be with me and stick with me. Oh, wow. You know, I'm totally blown right now because if you like, um, um, I mean, I understand that you like Selena, but I'm thinking if you like Christina Aguilera and then you like Alicia, so I'm thinking, and Christi- we all know that Christina heaps those notes, right? So it just shows <laughs> what your vocal range really is. I mean, somewhere between Alicia and Christina, wow, that's uh, totally amazing. And first of all, and we'll talk about your music later, we're going to definitely get to that point. But uh, just before we continue with this conversation, how about we take, let's take a quick commercial break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back. You're listening to The Naked Talk with Alex Okorji. You're listening to The Naked Talk. It's so She keeps it real, she keeps it straight, she tells it like it is no 
Naked Talk with Alex Okoroji. Specially autographed copy of The Naked Experience by Alex Okoroji from Timid Girl to Confident Woman. It will make you laugh, it will make you cry, it will make you cuss, but most of all, it will be a great resource for you and your loved ones. Log on to www.alexokoroji.net to reserve your copy and win two VIP tickets to the book tour and match. Okay, we're back, and yes, this is still the Naked Talk with Alex Okurji, and yes, my name is Alex, that hasn't changed. <laughs> well, welcome to the Naked Talk, if you're just joining us, uh, just before we went on that commercial break, I was talking to my very special guest, Madeline Victoria, who's joining me live all the way from South Texas in the U.S., and we've been having such an amazing conversation about her career and just how far she is, you know, she's come. And she was really telling us, you know, very interesting stuff about, you know, just the kind of music that she likes and some of the artists that um, sort of, you know, uh, they were kind of like a muse, if, if I would use that word, or, you know, just kind of the songs she enjoyed singing and covering and playing and um, and listening to, and I thought, you know, that was uh, really awesome. Now, guys, don't forget that this is an interactive conversation. Um, if you would like, you know, if you want to join the conversation, feel free. Uh, that's what being expressive is all about. Now, um, you can call in if you have a question for Madeline or you want to say something to me or you've got thoughts or whatever contributions you want to make to this conversation, feel free to call in. The number to call is plus one. Two and five three eight three three seven six six. If you're calling from outside the U.S., make sure you make sure to dial plus one two and five three eight three three seven six six. If you're calling from within the U.S., uh, dial as a local number. Call two and five three eight three three seven six six. And don't forget to use your hand raising effects. Please press one so we know that you want to speak, and we'll try to get you into the show. Or you can leave a message in the chat room. Yes, uh, you can leave a message in the in-studio chat room, or you can tweet at me, tweet at Alex Okurji and hashtag the Naked Talk with your contributions, or send a WhatsApp message, or you can call me through Skype for free. Just use the live Skype button on top of your player. So yes, guys, uh, just before I went on that commercial break, I was talking to my very, uh, very special guest, and I did say, you know, just before we uh, went on that commercial break, that she didn't sound like she didn't have, you know, she doesn't have a Texas, uh, Texan accent, if I, if I would use that. Uh, not that that means anything, but I was hoping to hear a little bit of the floor, you know, but it's not there, and she did explain why. And uh, yes, so welcome back, Madeline. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Madeline. <laughs> Welcome back. Okay, uh, you know, just just before we went on that uh, break, uh, you were telling us about uh, just the kind of music that you like, uh, and you did mm-hmm. mention a couple of names, and I thought, you know, that was um, truly, truly amazing, really. Uh, and it just shows, usually, I mean, if you have country, a lot of country um, artists, uh, you know, basically just mirror country music. And I was going to ask you at some point if there were any other genres that you sort of like. 
um, or appreciate or culture. So just to listen to the kind of music that you like gives me an idea of what you are as an artist and what you like as an artist. Because really, these are also very deep, you know, these are deep um, artists. And they just don't do shallow music. So it's uh, amazing to see what you kind of like. Um, but let me ask you this. If you... Um, if you were, and I know that, I mean, we've all, we all know that you do country music and you're this, you know, southern girl, country, you know, country music lover. But if you weren't doing country music and you wanted to experiment with another genre, where would you, where would you think you would fit in? What other kind of, you know, what other genre of music would you see yourself experimenting with? Yes, I, I love, like you said earlier, I love all kinds of music and what I was saying when, when I was younger and kind of music I grew up on and, of course, number one country and, um, you know, people like George Strait, Alan Jackson, all of that. But I, I've i actually thought about this a lot, and it's actually a plan I have for, you know, the, the future and maybe, you know, I could record a couple albums in this genre. But um, I love Southern rock, mm-hmm. and it's actually a genre that really doesn't mm-hmm. really doesn't exist as big as the others anymore. You know, you've got country, you've just mm-hmm. got rock mm-hmm. in general, and you know, pop in general, mm-hmm. and you know, the, the the jazz and the blues and the Southern rock kind of like mm-hmm. are all like you know little sub uh, genres now of those big ones. And I feel like I would I would love to do Southern rock, a little bit of a country mixed with rock. And um, what I'm talking mm-hmm. about is kind of music like the Eagles and. CCR and um, Leonard Skinner, all of those influences also played a big part in me growing Mm -hmm. up because my mother grew up in the 70s, and that was the popular music in the 70s as well, so Mm -hmm. I feel like I would definitely love Mm -hmm. to do that. I've, you know, written a lot of songs that have uh, have a little bit of influence in that, you know, not yet recorded, but I'm I'm planning on doing that, and then also just a little, a little, um, also another genre that I I used actually used to be in a mariachi band uh, a while back when mm. I was in high school. Oh wow! And so I would I would love to okay. do an album one day of of mariachi music, and you know, kind of, you know, just looking back at my roots and 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 uh, paying respect to my roots and whatnot. <laughs> Yeah, because you know, I was gonna, I, I was gonna, I was gonna say this. I noticed when you pronounced Christina's name, you did, you pronounce it like a Spanish person. So I was gonna say, you sound like, you know, you probably have some Spanish roots, or you speak. Do you speak Spanish, though? Do you? No. Yes. I, I, I do you understand a little bit of it. Yes, I understand it a lot, but it, I speak it very little. Um, here in Texas, very little. I still okay. Speak yeah, yeah, just just a little bit. Um, I have I'm probably like fourth generation Mexican American, like you know, or fifth. Like you know, okay. we're pretty okay. far from in our generations. But yeah, so I do I do sing it though. I do sing Spanish. <laughs> Believe me, I understand what you're saying because I'm African. I don't speak my own local dialect. And okay, I'm saying this at national radio, but I don't speak my own local dialect. So trust me, I understand what you say. I do understand but I don't speak that much, so um, believe me. I think, like, you know, we're kindred spirits in a way because I can connect with you on several levels. Uh, yes. But, you know, talk about songwriting. <laughs> talk about <laughs> songwriting. You're not just a singer, but you're also a songwriter, and that um, has to come by these days, actually, because a lot of people can, you know, do other people's work, and they can sing and all of that, but they're not as gifted in, you know, writing their own songs. So I would ask you this, and for a lot of people who might, you know, want to draw something from that, what is it that motivates you? I mean, how are you able to write your songs? And, you know, how are you able to write your songs? What is it that inspires you? Where do you get your inspiration from? 
Yes, I like you, yes, like you said, a songwriter. I've been I've been songwriting for for a while now. My first song I wrote, I was actually 13 years old. I started, you know, messing around, just writing different lyrics and poems. And I've always had the love of writing, mm-hmm. you know, in in school and whatnot. But mm-hmm. um, I wrote, a, you know, like around 13, and it just, of course, has just grown from there. Um, and in you know, the inspirations. Mm-hmm. I just have so many thoughts, and you know, so many, so much passion, and. You know, there's just one great way and the, pretty much the only way for me to really, really express it and, and you know, being a singer, which helps, you know, a lot because I know that there's either singers mm-hmm. or there's just songwriters or, you know, you got both. So I'm just so blessed to have, um, you know, exactly. both in me and, um, and, and be able to, to, show and every, to show everyone my songs. And I just have, I have so many songs that I cannot wait to get out there and, you know, been waiting for the right time and um, to, to really start recording again and, and get that out there. But inspiration uh-huh. is just everywhere for me i mean i could be just here at my home or you know my backyard and we've got a big pasture behind our house with you know horses and whatnot and um our neighbors um I, we don't necessarily own the land but it's right behind my house and i go back there to you know see the horses and whatnot and just look up to the sky and the beautiful weather anything and for me that's um in my in my faith and my you know and my belief you know that's just a god thing for me it's just a blessing that i get straight from him and then also people I meet. I, I love to meet different people, see what their story is, uh, hear their story, what they're all about, where they come from, what are their stories. And I, and I, you know, I want to write their stories and, and with my family as well. We have, so, we have so many, so many people in the world and so many different stories. And, you know, we're just so focused on our own, you know, little lives and we don't realize sometimes that there's so many things going on out there. So, you know, to, to, to get that Very out there true. to as many people as I can, you know, that'd be awesome too. And of course, my own stories, my own experiences, my heartbreaks, and it's just life in general. I mean, if you could take in any and all experiences, I mean, and, and if you're a songwriter out there and just write about every single little thing, I mean, there's bound to be something out there that somebody's going to relate to. And, you know, my goal as a songwriter is to, of course, support my music career, and that is to write the hits and to write those catchy songs and to get out there and also, you know, stay uh-huh. true to my own style and my own roots and whatnot of, of country music and what I love is of, of the steel guitar and the fiddle and the storyline of the song and, and whatnot. But also that's, that's my job as a singer songwriter to write, you know, my number one hits. I want to get out there, you know, I want to, I want to get those so bad, but as a songwriter just by itself, you know, I'm writing about just everything I can and all the inspiration around me. And, um, it's just, uh, it's just really nice to, to, you know, be able to do what I love and, and work hard at it uh, for a living. Amazing. And, and you know, and I think that it's such a beautiful gift because there's nothing like creating the kind of content that you want to put out, right? So you're yes. in control of, you know, what you're singing. You're in control of the, you know, there's the kind of music. And so there's nothing like you doing your own original work because it just feels so much more truthful to you because you know where that story is coming from, where the depth is. You can connect with it, you know, on a level that's um, totally different, you know, from, and, and that's not to say that, you know, other artists who do other people's songs don't connect with it, but it's very different when something is your baby because you created that work of art and you yes. understand it better, right? So I think that's um, truly, truly amazing. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But let's talk about yeah. something else. Now, I know, I know that you, you have been uh, sort of like a pageant queen, right? You've, you know, won so many <laughs> beauty contests and awards and all of that. And um, I believe me again, I can relate to you on that. <laughs> it, it's weird that I, you know I, I keep saying that, but 
you know, I've been, you know, one of those, I think I've been Miss Beautiful in my college, you know, or in high school. It was one time I was most attracted. Oh, God, and so many of those things anyway. But here's the thing about <laughs> women who are sort of beautiful, right, or sort of have, who are charming or good, look good and are in the entertainment business, right? It can be very difficult for people to take you seriously, right? Because a lot of the times people just think, <laughs> You've gotten as far as you have gotten because of your great looks, right, as opposed to you being really talented and hardworking. I don't know if you ever experienced that, but what is it like? Do you feel like there are times when, you know, people don't take into cognizance really just how hard you work or how talented you are and make it all about how you look? Maybe in the business, I don't know. Do you have any idea? Does that ring a bell or sound familiar to you in a way? Yes, yeah, some, somewhat I could, you know, talk about that for a little bit. I, I feel like, um, you know, being a part of, you know, I, personally for me, you know, I, 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 I try not to, like, say, oh, I'm, I, I get so, uh, how can I say this, not nervous, but, like, kind of humble, but kind of, like, mm-hmm. I don't want to say I'm humble because then that means, you know, I'm not, but, but mm-hmm. I just, you know, my looks and all that really don't, <laughs> not that they don't matter to me, but, I mean, I feel like I, I just don't think mm-hmm. about them and I don't want to, like, you know, focus on You're that, but saying. I do do these yeah, and I yeah, well, yeah, I hope not. <laughs> and I just, you know, did the the pageants and um, whatnot, and it, for me, that really helps. Like, you know, overall, again, as a performer, as an entertainer, and being in mm-hmm. front of a stage and and being on a stage and answering questions on stage and interviews, mm-hmm. and you know, of course, people are looking at you. So I feel like, you know, I was doing that in training for for overall in my career, and being, you know, people are going to be looking at you, and mm-hmm. you have to be comfortable with that. It's not, it's not necessarily, you know, mm-hmm. thinking, oh, I'm beautiful or oh, I'm I'm this and this and that, but it's more of kind of like the confidence of, okay, they're looking at me and I'm comfortable with them looking at me because I know that I'm okay with that. You know, you got to get used to that and, and, you know, Mm because, you know, we're looking at them too and we look at everybody at the same time. So that really helped me a lot. And then also I feel like, you know, in the career that I'm doing and not necessarily the far as as looks go, I feel like they they really don't give me credit for when, when, you know, my looks would do anything. But I think it's because, you know, I'm a, I'm an outgoing, and I guess, you know, if, 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 if somebody finds me attractive out there, maybe that's it, or if, you know, something where I'm bubbly, and I'm like, you know, I'm a girl, and I'm, I'm, I'm actually really short and little, too. I'm really petite, so people, like, you know, just, <laughs> I feel like that, <laughs> I feel like that offsets, you know, maybe, you know, yeah, that offsets my hard work sometimes, that, mm-hmm. you know, they overlook what I'm doing, mm-hmm. they, they don't, they don't give me that one chance, mm-hmm. you know, I, 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 I have to work hard to, you know, mm-hmm. the venue owners who I'm booking, or whoever I'm talking to, and, I have to mm-hmm. I have to really, really, really push him and really say, you know, you need to give me this chance because once you do, you can either book me again or you don't have to. You know, I just I'm just working hard to get that one chance mm-hmm. to see, you know, to get out there. So, you know, and I I would I don't like to think about, you know, to keep it on the top of you know, I'd like to keep it in the back of my mind, the fact that I'm yes, I'm a woman in the industry which is to me a little bit more it's a little harder than being a man, you know, sometimes. But sometimes if when exactly. you got it and when you are, when, when, yeah, when you, when you have, you know, when you have the determination and when you have the passion and you have that, you know, first and foremost working on it, then that, what well, that's not going to, in the long run, um, it's not going to, you know, affect you. In the, in the long run, it's going to help you a lot. So whether you're a guy or a girl, whatever, but in the beginning, as you say, you know, you're always working hard. It does get a little, it does get a little, um, a little stressful in that area. And uh, you just got to ignore it. You got to keep fighting because, you know, everyone has, something that they're going to go through in life that that's going to you know you're going to struggle with and so um but yeah you know looks not necessarily I don't think you know maybe maybe they do and I don't pay attention to that where they say oh she's just about looks or something but um 
really, you know, uh, I try to ignore it all and I just, you know, do my best and, um, you know, get out there. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, and I think that that really is um, incredible in a sense because here's the thing, and, and, I, and I say this not necessarily because I I understand and I it's, I think I also get it. Like you're not vain, so you could really care. You know, you're not really focused on how you look and how that's going to get you where you know where you need to go. You're more concerned with actually getting your art and your music out there, and you know. But there are other people who might be. Who might want to be where you are right now? You know, and that's the thing. We are looking for how far we can go. But there are people who look at us and say, oh, you know, I wish I was just, you know, I could get the chance that Madeline has gotten. You know, I wish I could just be where she is right now. But you know what? Maybe she's just there because she's been a pageant queen or because she's, you know, she's done this and she's done that. And maybe because she's been with that agency or she's, you know, she knows this person or she knows that person. And sometimes people try to belittle the hat work that we do because they think it's, you know, a tie to a connection or someone we know or somewhere we, you know, somewhere we're coming from or mm-hmm. something else. So that's why, you know, that's why I did ask that. But I can totally get that you're focused on just your work. And that happens, you know, that happened to me as well. Because, again, you can be doing all the hard work that you do it. And people are like, oh, you know, it's because her father is this or because she's, and they don't realize that you don't sleep. You sleep like two or three hours a day just trying to prepare yourself <laughs> for the work that you do. So, um, yes. that can totally go, you know, um, that can slip by. But let's talk, you know, and speaking about your music, right, I did hear your stuff. You know, I, sorry, let me not say stuff, your work. And I thought it was awesome. Like, I really thought your song was so good. I put it on repeat, like, I'm telling you. At a point, even my son is like, I like it. Her song is bad. And I'm like, you don't know her. She's, you know, she's, uh, you know, so I tried to explain to him, and he loved his sex. And he's like, I love him, mommy. I love him. It's like, it was really good. You know, everyone listened. Mom, you know, like people like, oh my god, who? You know, she has like, you know, this really deep, rich tone. So yes, I am here, and I'm, you know, fasted all over about your music. But that's just me, right? And so let me not, let me not think for people now. Should I? You know, maybe I should allow people to decide for themselves if they think your music is really as awesome as I think it is. Uh, so I'm going to play a song. I think we should go, how about we take a you know, like quick musical break? Now, this song is by Madeline, of course. It's by Madeline Victoria. And it's uh, He Only Loves Me on the Dance Floor. And uh, take a listen. Enjoy. We'll be back.
set a relationship of romance and there's nothing deeper. It's just on the surface. So I see yes. this guy who just wants something there and now and nothing deeper and nothing long-term. That's, that's, that's the picture that I painted in my mind and, I, and I'm sure. And I'm getting messages actually um, from some of our listeners that they have questions for you, Madeline. Um, so, yes, you know, okay, we've received uh, two, two messages. Three messages. Um, okay, great. So obviously, I'm not the only one who liked your song. Um, people are listening and they like it. So, <laughs> um, it's, you know, it's it's really you know it's really this is something I don't know what it is. So let me not keep going back and forth about it. But um, I think you're doing a fantastic job, and you do have a very rich tone. You know, yeah, I was expecting to hear something when I first heard it. I was like, okay, no, this is really you know she sounds she has a really rich. Um, tone, so it's um, totally amazing, and I would keep playing the song, update the song on the show. That's for sure. You can better that. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, <laughs> but hey, you know, let's talk about um, you know, let's talk about a whole lot more stuff. Now, I know that you started singing in church, right? And grew up yes. you know, church girl and all of that, and you've come thus far and having experience, having your own personal experience in life. In the in the business, you know, deciding that you want to do this um, full time and chase that and all of that. How would you say that Madeline Victoria, uh, the Madeline Victoria who started as a little girl singing in church, um, and this Madeline who's now building uh, an international career? Let me call it that because you're right here on an international show. So, um, the Madeline who started as a little girl singing in church, and this Madeline who's gone from country girl to starlet. Um, how would you say, um, would you say there's a difference? Would you say that, there, you know, um, there's some sort of change or is this the same person? Yes. Oh, I love that question. And, um, you know, I think about this constantly and, and, and um, I, I do I think about it a lot, actually. I think about myself as a little girl and where I'm at now and, and you know, to really better and help myself because, you know, when, when, you, when you're in this um, – in the music industry, it could get hard sometimes, and you forget sometimes, you know, where you started and the love that you had, and, and the kind of the carelessness, but a lack of a better word, you know, kind of the naive. But but, mm-hmm. but you know, I don't, I wouldn't want it to be in a, a negative tone, but it's kind of like a good thing sometimes when you're naive or carelessness of of not worried about this and not worried mm-hmm. about that, and you know, where am I going to go here? Where am I going to, you know, who am I going to talk to? Are they going to, you know, think that I'm not good or think that, you know, being mm-hmm. That's that would for me. That's actually the only difference in why I I try to keep try to keep remembering the little girl like you know inside of me in my heart and where I first started because you know things can get really tough and rough and and um, as your career progresses and like you said you're always constantly working even when you do make it big you just got to keep on working at it and so um, I feel like the only difference is that then you know I I just I just knew in my heart you know um, it's still there though of course now but I just knew in my heart what, you know, what my gifts were and what I was going to, you know, ultimately be doing. It was just something, you know, implanted in me, like, you know, God gave me this and it was never, uh, it would never change and never do that. So what I, what I do now is, you know, my older self and I think back and I hold on to that and uh, I hold on to that as, you know, my, my uh, career progresses and, um, you know, I am still the same, you know, I feel like I am the same person, but uh, of course, a lot more mature and uh, you know, growing and, and learning so much. And that's the one thing that you know, my parents have really, my my mom and my dad really instilled in me as a young child is that you're always constantly growing and you're learning. And you know, you're gonna make mistakes, but you learn. And you know, don't be so hard on yourself, mm-hmm. Madeline. They're, they're, they uh, <laughs> they say because mm-hmm. I'm really really hard on myself. So you know, um, 
and and you know try to not let it happen again after that one you know um uh, you know um learning experience you just keep it with you and so I feel like you know if there's a difference um not really but the fact is that I I do have to remember in the hard times as as who I was as that little girl with the with the dream and I feel like we all should you know, always remember that, you know, whatever, that's why I kind of, I feel like in the future, what I want to do, and with my, not only with my career, but kind of like, uh, just, just motivation for everybody out there, and be a motivational speaker, and kind of, you know, everyone to pursue their dreams, and whatnot, to, to never forget what you said when you were a child, what you wanted to be when you grew up, like, you know, we should, we should always never stop asking that, you know, what we want to be when we grow up, and what are we going to do to get there, so, um, yeah, that's, that's pretty, I like, I love that question, (laughs) thank you. You know, and and, and it's true. It, it, we all, you know, really need to stay uh, connected to ourselves and our little selves, and just stay, just focused on, you know, what that journey is, and not get so carried away. So yes, you did take, uh, and that to- totally resonated with me. Um, but let me ask you this, though. Um, if you had to put together like a dream band, right? And I know that it's probably amazing. You have, a, I'm sure you have an amazing band, and you're working with awesome people that you love. But let's just say you, you have one chance to sort of mix and match, right? And pick people mm-hmm. from you know different places and just create your dream band. Maybe someone dead or alive, you know, whatever it is. But who would your band consist of? What would it look like? <laughs> That's awesome. Yes, I. Uh, there's a few players right now who I'm just kind of like, ooh, looking at. Because right now I do have a band. Like, I, like mm-hmm. you said, I have a great band. And um, they're actually here in South mm-hmm. Texas. We have a real a real good camaraderie going on where we just – we kind of all play with each other. There's a, there's a you know, in the smaller community of Texas, South Texas, like up in Austin, um, which is about six hours north mm-hmm. of where I live. Austin, Texas is another really, you know, capital of music, you know. And so a lot of people have their own stuff and their own bands and their – there are actual bands that go out there mm-hmm. and hard to like, you know, uh, uh, actually make it together. But, you know, as me as a solo artist, you know, there's pros and cons to that. You know, I really, really wish I had a really set band, you know, where we make it together. But, but, you know, the, but the pro to that is that I'm always, you know, I'm always going to be working hard and I'm a solo art, artist, so I don't have to worry about breaking up or, you know, anything mm-hmm. like that, the band breaking up. So exactly. I do have my brother and my, yes, <laughs> I do have my drummer mm-hmm. and my, um, my drummer and my guitar player, which my brother's my acoustic guitar player and my drummer, his name is mm-hmm. Gil, and he also plays other instruments. But, you know, mm-hmm. so I do think about other people playing. And there's actually a, a young man, he's actually only not not too fa- he's not, you know, a, a well-known name yet, but he's getting there. And he's from Nashville, mm-hmm. and his name is Daniel Donato. And he's okay. playing with a group called the Wild okay. Feathers right now. And um, he's just an amazing player. Wow. So mm-hmm. it's funny to say, like, someone who's not, you know, really really famous yet but he would actually be in my dream band daniel his name is daniel donato <laughs> and i don't know we're friends on face and if he's listening to this one day he's gonna be like what <laughs> you really want me in your band but you know maybe you never know so uh that's daniel donato and then um let's see let's see my dream band who else who else lost? um i've never been asked this question but it's pretty awesome uh let's see i'm trying to think oh i can't think of the name right now but i love um I love uh, he's recorded with Alan Jackson on a couple of, sh- of his steel guitar player and I cannot think of the name but I could say okay. Alan Jackson steel guitar player and also okay. um let's see let's see there's a, there's been a couple of musicians who I've seen live and I really cannot remember the names yet I just know the bands they've played with you know like there's been Alan Jackson mm-hmm. um there's also been um 
uh, let's see, the bass player for this band that I saw. But, you know, the, but like I said, the main one is that Daniel Donato and Alan Jackson's steel guitar player. And um, if I could get any other musicians on the way, like, let's say, there's another a gentleman named Roger Ray, and he actually was on my, my CD. Okay. And so um, there's another one, but yeah, there's, there's okay. just, I'm pretty sure I'm going to hang up with you and say, Oh no, I, you know what? I'm going to think about this person. <laughs> Let me call you back and tell you. <laughs> and, and that happens. I know, I know that can happen. You're like, Oh no, you know, I should have said this, but I didn't think it. But let me ask you this. What if you were to be the girl group? So you were going to have a, like, you know, something, maybe something like the Supremes or any of those groups, right? And you could, or Destiny's Child or who knows, you know, you could have a girl group. And you were going to have two other people who are super, super famous right now. It could be, a, you know, whatever, a country or anything. Who would be in your dream girl group with you? <laughs> awesome. I would definitely, number one, have Miranda Lambert. <laughs> I love okay. Miranda Lambert, and um, she's amazing. Uh, right now she's doing just uh, – she's my favorite female, um, you know, country singer right now, so – I would love that. And mm -hmm. I actually, I don't know if Adele would do country, but I would love to have Adele in my girl band. <laughs> oh, I so think, if we I would think be... she will. She... Uh -huh. I think she will. You know, here's the thing. She does have a little has a little country song in her first album that I actually really, really liked. It's weird. Yeah, in the first album, she didn't yes. have like one or two country. It sounded a little country bluesy, but it was really country. It was country music. And so you never know. Adele might really want to be, oh, my God, you kind of really like all the really um, extremely talented uh, females now, don't you? So you're not worried yeah. about all the competition. You know, you being with Adele and then being with Miranda Lambert, like, don't you feel like, like you might lose your um, lead girl uh, position that <laughs> you're not worried about that? No, not at all. I feel, and I'm not saying, you know, oh, I'm just as talented or anything. I just mm. feel like I feed off of, I would feed <laughs> off of them so much, and I could just learn so much from them, and, you know, and mm -hmm, so I know, mm -hmm. I'm, just, I'm just like, you know, I, I I feel like, you know, one day I will be at their level, so <laughs> one day, one day. <laughs> That's all, and then one day I will remind you that you did say this when I hear that you're collaborating with Adele, and that kind of happens. Um here, I mean, we never know. So I will remind you. Yes. I'm gonna call you. I say, you know, Madeline. Remember when you said to me on the show that you were doing this with? Okay, look at you now. You're doing this with Adele. So, and it's always <laughs> very good to be sort of like intentional, you know, with the things that we want, right? So if we speak it out, maybe yeah. the universe will be in support. Who knows? Oh, yes. definitely. Yeah, I, I believe that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Exactly. So, yeah. Okay, but I've got a question, and I know that we need to wrap this up soon. Um, and I don't want to let you go, but I know that I have my questions. But I can't leave without, you know, taking two questions from my listeners. They did send the question while um, we got off the musical break. And uh, this one is um, coming from um, Joseph. Okay, so. Alachi Day Joseph. Okay, so Alachi Day Joseph wants to say, first of all, lovely, lovely song by Madeline. Uh, very nice to hear your sound. You sound really, really, really great. I loved the song. Now, I want to ask you this. Do you have any special or weird writing habits, like, you know, when you're writing your song? I, I know you probably already did share something like this, but I guess you probably do know we were going to talk about that. Um, 
you know, about the where the song came from, but he's he's asking if you have any special weird writing habits. So, Madeline, do you know maybe you write naked or <laughs> maybe write with a banana on your, you know, and, and you know, artistic people do a lot of crazy things. We don't know. Maybe you have to eat a bucket of ice cream just before you pen or something. I mean, really, do you have any weird writing habits? Okay, so my, you know how people okay. say they sing in the shower? Well, I write in mm-hmm. the shower. <laughs> That's what I do. I, I get no I get way. Well, I'm in the <laughs> really? Yes, Seriously? yes. I, I, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, my phone, and I'm, you know, I'm, or Pat, I'm like, no, I'm wet, and I can't write. So there you go, Joseph. That's pretty weird to me, and I've never thought I'd share that really, but I really do. I get all my ideas, you know, because if you could, if anyone out there can can relate as far mm-hmm. as singing in the shower, I really don't, you know. Mm-hmm bang my heart out in the shower or nothing, but I know a lot of people have told me that, but I literally, write, I could say, quote, unquote, right in the shower. <laughs> so and, and, and that probably one. makes a lot of sense to me. And that makes a lot of yeah. sense because you're thinking if your ideas are coming, you don't want to forget it when you get out of the shower. So you're thinking, oh, you know, I have to put it down right now so that yes. I don't forget this idea or I don't forget the song. So that makes, but that's weird, <laughs> right, in the shower. Okay, great. So you kind of answered uh, Olajide's question because he was asking, uh, oh, wow, <laughs> that's really, really, <laughs> that's really, really crazy. Okay. Okay. So um, here's another song coming from one of our regular listeners. Uh, this is coming from Mary. And um, uh, Mary's asking, Mary Chico, she wants to know, um, who do you love, what do you love the most? Hi, Madeline. Um, great to have you join us here in Nigeria. Uh, what, what, let, what, what do you love the most about being a country music singer? Okay, I was trying to understand that. Country music singer. So the question again, do you want me to take it again? Um, hi, Madeline. It's nice to have you here in Nigeria. What do you love the most about being a country music singer? And thank you for having me. I'm just so excited um, to be in, you know, Nigeria in a way, <laughs> to be with you guys on the phone. But um, <laughs> I love the – mo- the one thing I love the most about being a, a country music singer is um, doing what I love. I know that's probably a lot of people say that, but – you know, I, I really, really find it um, just amazing, and, and I suggest to everybody, you know, whatever you love to do, whatever that's your passion. I, I've met a few people who, you know, what, for whatever reason, they they love photography or they love this, but they're not they're not doing it. They're they're you know they're they're they mm-hmm. think that they have to do something else sure. in order to to succeed or you know to to, to live and to mm-hmm. to you know pay the bills and whatnot. But but I feel like when you when mm-hmm. you really really can do what you love and that's singing country music for me since I was a little girl you know um, my my biggest inspiration I would look and watch um, you know all sorts of singers like I said earlier but I would uh, the ones that stuck out to me the most were were someone like George Strait and uh, Johnny Cash and Alan mm-hmm. Jackson and to, to do now mm-hmm. what they did and what I saw them doing when, when when you know I was a little girl and that dream that that hasn't died since I was a little girl you know you just can't let that dream die so I feel like being able to do what I love and um, being surrounded uh-huh. by my family, you know, in my little situation and what I'm doing, I, I get to be around my family a lot because it's a family affair. Um, of course, there's pros and cons to everything. They say never do business with family, but I, I feel like it's a beautiful thing, and I uh-huh. look at the positives of it. And so being able to do this um, career, music, country music career, and um, also meeting um, the country artists that I have had shared the stage with, that's also really fun to meet famous artists. I get I get a little excited on that part, too, <laughs> to have the show with, with really famous people sometimes. And so that's really cool, too, about being a country music artist. <laughs> 
Yes, and, and, and you have, you know, opened and performed and shared the stage with lots and lots of famous country music stars. So, and they left you in your own right as well because, I mean, you've met them. You've been, you know, shared the same space and walked on the same stage and, you know, just done, and that's amazing. So, um, hi, Mary. I hope you, I hope she satisfied your question um, uh, with that. But let me ask you this, something. This is something that's so important to to me, but my, you know, I, I'm, I'm very sure it's very important to you. I do know that you do a little bit of giving back, and you're very involved in charity as well. And uh, do you want to tell us just a little bit about it? Because I know that you have this uh, charity event you do, but um, maybe you want to share a little bit with us about it. Yes, definitely. And, and yes, like you said, it is very important to me. And, and it's um, just something, again, that's just, just as natural to me as singing. I feel like giving back to my community and and coming back to my hometown and always doing good someday, you know, when I, when I do make it, those are all my plans. I want to, I want to do that, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, but right now I do what I can. And um, every year um, I love to go to sing to the, to the hospitals, um, to the children in the hospitals and especially during Christmas time. And, and when I say Christmas time or any time during the holidays and, I feel like um, uh-huh. even even um, any holiday that we celebrate, and and I feel during, especially for the children in the hospital is what I mean during those holidays because, you know, everyone else is you uh-huh. know we're having a great time, and sometimes we forget that not a lot of people are having a great time. They're they're suffering or they're hurt, and True. you know they they can't do that. So I feel like I, if I could take a little time out of my you know a little time out of my day to go and and to sing and you know to somebody who who might enjoy it and who might make them feel a little bit better. I feel like, you know, I, I, I want to do that. And, and so um, I do that every time during the holidays. And I, I call it Octave Higher Christmas because if I can make, an, um, you know, someone's uh, life a little octave higher with, with joy, then um, I, I've, I've done what I'm doing, you know, on this earth and on this, uh, my time here on this earth. And so um, I call it that sometimes um, we do like a little fundraiser for them or um, we also, you know, put mm-hmm. on a little party for the kids or and, and not necess- and also mm-hmm. the children at the hospitals, but also different organizations that involve children. And children are very important to me because, of course, mm-hmm. everyone knows that they're our future. Mm-hmm. So um, that's where I focus a lot on. So, yeah, I, that's, that's what I do, too. <laughs> and, and that's, you know, and, and that is truly, truly awesome because here's the thing. Um, sometimes we get so, a lot of times people feel like they need to be, like, really mega, mega rich. Uh, they have to be a bill, like a billionaire before they do what they can for the less privileged, right? So a lot of people feel like they need to have more than enough, more than they need to give back. But they don't understand that you can do with what you have, right? And sometimes yeah. it's not always about, you know, giving money. Sometimes it's just even sharing your talent and your gift, like what you do. Take, you know, take some time out and go play with them and perform for them and raise and use your art to raise money for them and all of those things, and spend time with them. And that's something that a lot of people need to learn um, to be able to do, that you don't have to wait till you have so much money, you know, in your bank account that you can't even breathe, mm-hmm. and then, you know, before you start to give back. So I think that's truly beautiful, and that's really what makes you a beautiful person and a beautiful artist is that you're also very conscious of the people around who are not able to, so to leave the life that she can, you know, who not so that she yeah. has to be able to enjoy the holidays and festivities and all of that, and you being able to take some time out of your own to go spend that with them truly, truly makes you a really beautiful, awesome person. Okay, I, you know, I know that we have to let you go soon, and it's been such a great, great, great um, talking to you. But just before we go, and you know what, we both of us are so much like. We're so big 
right? We could just be talking for like the next two, three hours and you know, <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll probably won't get tired. <laughs> so, but, you know, just before we let you, you know, just before we wrap this up and let you go, uh, how about we take a, let's take another musical break. And uh, this one is Hold On. It is also from Madeline Victoria. We'll be back. Enjoy.
Yes, and that was Hold On by Madeline Victoria. And yes, 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 just before we went uh, on that uh, musical break, if you're just joining us, well, I have been speaking with a totally, very amazingly talented, talented and beautiful, because she's beautiful, not just uh, outside, but on the inside as well, uh, Madeline Victoria. And uh, yes, you know, we've been having such a great conversation about her career and her journey, uh, you know, from country girl to starlet and just the amazing work that she's doing um, in the industry as an artist as well as, off, you know, outside the industry with social work and charity and all of it. And that's such a beautiful song. Hi, Madeline. Hi. Hi. Thank you. <laughs> you. You know what? When I was listening to that song, I kept asking myself, I was like, you know, this song sort of gives me a feel. There's this feel that it gives me and I was trying to think of what sound to you know it kind of reminded me of someone or an artist or a group and it just hit me just before it wrapped up um it sounds a lot like the cause you know the cause right yes awesome you know, so older and just had it sounded like the chords, like I was listening to something with the chords and I used to be a really big the chords fan so that sounded like, you know really really um Yes, Victorian in the sense, but really nice. Well done. And you do amazing work. And, uh, you know, it's been a pleasure talking to you. I've had such a great time, um, right, you know, just talking to a fellow <laughs> chirpy bird like myself. Yes. Don't mind me. I talk a lot. So, you know, it's great. I love it when I have guests who can talk as well. So we have a great time and we have a ball, really. And it's been really awesome having you here on the show. Uh, thank you so much. But just before we let you go, do you have any, uh, you know, just uh, where, where can people find you? Where can they hang out with you? Where do you hang out on social media, really? Yes, um, and how people can, they get can find me. To you and your work. <laughs> yeah, they could um, they could find me on um, MadelineVictoriaMusic.com, and um, I have a little things under construction there on the little different tabs, but people can still see um, my music and my okay. my show dates, um, and hopefully soon I'll be playing okay. worldwide, <laughs> and um, okay. people can see my dates and they can all visit, and then um, they can also go to iTunes okay. and get my music off of there. I'm always on Facebook as well, on mm-hmm. social media, Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. Twitter. You guys can tweet me, follow mm-hmm. me, and I, I'd really appreciate it. And uh, we can all be friends, and that'd mm-hmm. be so great. I love, I love the social media nowadays. I mean, we can all, all connect so well and um, just really get my music out there to everybody. So I appreciate it, guys. Thank you all. And, and once again, thank you so much, Alice, for having me. I, I've had a great time with you. <laughs> I've had a great time with you as well. So um, I follow you on Twitter, and I like to hang out on Twitter too. Um, guys, you have to follow her. She is um, at Mal- uh, Madeline Victoria. At Madeline Victoria on Twitter, and of course you can go to her official website, uh, MadelineVictoriaMusic.com. Yes, www.MadelineVictoriaMusic.com, and you can find out. You know, watch her. You watch the video to the song, the first song that I played. Uh, he only loves me on the dance floor. I think it's actually beautiful. And, of course, you know, her show dates, she's got a tour date, uh, so you can find out where she's playing. And, of course, you can catch, like, videos, like YouTube videos, even if you're here. The amazing thing about social media and the Internet is that it's made us so, it's brought everybody together, so it kind of feels like one big global village, really. And who knows, you know, maybe Victoria might be coming to Nigeria, to Africa, or yeah. to the country next door to perform, right? I would love that it. would be really awesome. 
Exactly. Yes, and I would you know, love that. Madeline, I would love for you. I, I would love for you to come back again on the show some other time. Maybe when I'm having one of those group conversations, I do that. I mean, I've had so many people. Last year we had a, our anniversary um, celebration, and of course I had like 16 guests, and we had some people perform live. Chuck uh, Crocus, you know, performed uh, did a live live on vlog. Song. And so it'd be nice to have you come join us, you know, party with us, and hang out with other guests on the show, um, you know, in the future, maybe sometime later this year. So it'd be nice to have you back on the show. Definitely, you're uh, a real pleasure to talk to. Oh, thank you, and that'd, that'd be awesome too. I, I hope we can work that out. That'd be really great. And thank you again. You're welcome. You're welcome. Okay, so um, guys, if you're just tuning in or you missed, uh, you got right to the end of this. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to my a very special guest who's joining me live all the way from South Texas in the U.S., and that was uh, uh, Madeline Victoria, yes. Uh, she's a country singer-songwriter, and uh, it's been awesome, you know, listening to her stuff and talking with her and getting into her head and getting to, to know her and learn so much more about her. And it's really nice when we find – when they're independent artists who are so grounded and who are doing amazing, amazing, amazing work. Uh, so, yes, if you missed this, if you joined us late or you missed it or, you know, anyone who missed this conversation, don't forget to share. Yes, share and uh Yes, the archive show is available here 24-7, or you can catch the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. And, yes, we're also on Player FM right now. So, hey, guys, you have no reason whatsoever to miss any episode of our show. It's been such a great laugh. I had a good time laughing and cackling. And you know it's a good show when I'm laughing, right? You know it's a good show when I'm cackling all the time. So uh, this has been one of those kind of shows. Uh, she really, really, really pleasant, amazing talent. So don't forget, guys. Go to Twitter, follow her at Madeline Victoria um, on Twitter, and of course go to her uh, her website, uh, MadelineVictoria.com. Just Google Madeline Victoria. I'm sure you'll find her um, on Google. Yes. Well, guys, it's been oh yes, oh the show notes. Just click on the show notes, and it will take you straight to her website. So yes, guys, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you all on Talk Wednesday. Yes, right. And I can't wait to come back on Friday Radio Special with my special guest. And I, we're going to be talking something totally serious this time. Um, you know, it's mental health. We're going to be talking about mental health issues and how uh, we can transform mental health stigma into stress with my very special guest, Mike Venny, who will be joining me live all the way from New York. And that will be a really awesome conversation. And his story would grip your heart. Like, this is a real, his real life story is going to grip your heart. So I can't wait to basically join that conversation on Friday Radio Special. Well, guys, and yes, I've got, I told you that, you know, I was going to talk a little bit about this baby that I've been putting together. Well, the Alex's Block community is finally here. Well, almost here. In 24 hours, um, alexacurgy.com, which is supposed to be our community, is going to be open for you all to join me. Join me, join everyone else from around the world. It's going to be the connector place. Uh, you can go and hang out there at the lounge. There's the Naked Lounge. And the Naked Lounge is really uh, a forum for interaction and expression. So you can express yourself, you know, express yourself and connect to other people from around the world. And uh, I think one of the most amazing part of this is that it is, you know, it's a place where you can acquire skills, new skills, um, you know, 
um, acquire new skills, right? Reinvent yourself and expand your mind. And there's nothing like, you know, connecting with other people and getting to know what they think and what their experiences and sharing. And of course, we've got the Naked, the Naked Bliss Academy. And the Naked Bliss Academy, you can become a VIP member so you can access lots of our live classes. We're going to be having live classes and their webinars and podcasts. Yes and amazing e-courses, you know, you want to learn. And you guys have sent me so many messages about my website. You, you, um, how can you start blogging? How can you start podcasting? How can you start connecting and building your brand and finding your and All of those amazing things you want to But how can you live an authentic life, really, and enjoy a life of peace by just being who you are and finding your own passion and purpose and finding ways to channel your passion and your purpose to the right people? Right to the right audience, and of course, networking with other people. Well, it's it, you know it's a really awesome place. So don't forget, you can join me. Go and join Alex's blog community. It is free, but of course, you have to become a VIP to be able to access the via uh, the Naked Bliss uh, Academy and to um, just connect to all the other platforms and e-coaching and all of that. Yes, you know we'll be up soon uh, on Friday, and of course, our first masterclass is coming up on Monday. And it is uh, really about branding, right? It's about finding you know, the right platform to promote your brand. And we'll talk about more about this on Friday Radio Special. But uh, just before I go, don't forget that expression is a sign of strength and not weakness. And you need not apologize for being who you really are. If you haven't gotten a copy of my book, The Naked Truth, I stripped, uh, go on right now to my website and get it. Make sure you get your digital copy. Uh, just go to www.alexacurgy.me and get a copy of my book, The Naked Truth, I Stripped. It's self-help book. But yes, it's a witty, intimate guide. Yeah, <laughs> that offers you relatable wisdom about the truth, about love, life, and uh, you know, what you really want, really. So um, so we'll come back same time on Friday special. As always, I love you for listening. Talk with Alex Okorochi.